All right, welcome to My Fresh Coast. Uh, there's no intro to this one uh, because my laptop got wiped and I had to restore it to default. And now there's, yeah, I don't have the Sad same song. Day. I don't, what? I'm so sorry. I just broke this news to everybody because oh my goodness. I'm the only one who knew that. Oh. Uh, so that's why it's a little bit different to uh, the start. And things are looking a lot different, even with the team. Uh, maybe if you haven't been on a Tuesday night uh, and you just listen to the podcast, and if that's you, Great. Uh, but some <laughs> things have changed uh, because I'm no longer in college and young adult ministry. <laughs> I have moved on to small groups, so I thought we'd update you a little bit on that. But mm-hmm. if you don't know who I am, my name is Quinn, and I'm joined by... Kelly. And Mark. And we got a fun topic today of uh, the climate and the environment and does God care about the earth? Does God care about how we uh, take care of it or... Uh, how the earth is uh, used and how we steward the things that we have. But before we get into it, let's do a question of the day. Question of the day is, what is your uh, favorite hike or like nature-based vacation or spot that you have been to and why? Ooh, I think mine is, I feel like mine's pretty easy. I, My family and I, each spring we would go hiking in the Austrian Alps because we live two hours away from them. Oh, wow. Um, right. So those were beautiful and we would like stumble upon like a random castle every once in a while and I was like, oh, this is great. That is awesome. That is pretty awesome. Uh, when I, So I hate hiking, first of all. <laughs> uh, I knew that was coming. So you guys know that about me. Um, every time we plan hikes with, I suspiciously have other things going on. <laughs> Um, I would say one of the trips that I look back on really fondly was a snowboarding trip to Mount Bachelor in, uh, I think it's in Bend, Oregon. Um, so this was when I was like maybe eighth grade, ninth grade, something like that. I used to live up in Northern California. So we went up to Mount Bachelor as a family and they have an amazing summit run where you go all the way to the summit of this mountain and you just start making your way down. And it, just took forever and i remember just being up there and just being going as fast as i could down this hill and stopping and being like we're still not at the end like this is amazing (laughs) right like and then you just keep on flying down the hill and you stop and you're like we're still not at the end oh my goodness this is amazing you know uh so being in michigan where you can basically wave to your friends (laughs) at the bottom of the hill uh and be like hey what's up you know uh it's a little bit different and so yeah i I always look back on that uh as a pretty sweet time For me, uh, we took a vacation to Hawaii, and we did this really long hike down to a black sand beach. Nice. Uh, And it was like a little cove, so there's like mountains on your right, mountains on your left, and you're just down there on a black sand beach. And on both sides, there's waterfalls. And it was just like amazing because it's like waterfalls are my favorite because you just sit there. It's like natural white noise, (laughs) and then you're really hot because of the hike, and there's just like a natural mist coming. I was like, Mm. oh, this is amazing. Uh, so I'd say that Hawaii has some really cool, I mean, it's Hawaii. I yeah, don't really yeah, have to sell Hawaii. Hawaii. Just yeah. go to Hawaii <laughs> if you can. It's awesome. Uh, so on the topic of climate change, here's, here's my stance. Sometimes I'm like, ah, I don't really care because I, I read <laughs> verses like Hebrews 13, where it just says for this world is not our home and our, our home is in heaven. And so sometimes I'm like, what does it matter? I don't care. So I'm going to let, uh, Kelly and Mark kind of convince me, uh, <laughs> that I should care for the climate. Like, does God care for it? And why should I also care for it? Perfect. Because I think, I think that question is, it, it swirls around in my mind as well. Uh, I'm not naturally the guy. So here's the little funny story, insider knowledge. My great grandpa, my grandpa and my uncle all ran a recycling company for a long time. 
don't come to my house because I don't have a recycling bin. Um, <laughs> and so I often get a lot of heat for that. But anyways, um, I, I I think about it in this way. Uh, Matthew 6, 20, 26 through 29, Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, and he's preaching to these people. And he he's saying, look at the uh, birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do they worry about clothes? Uh, so, and why do we you worry about clothes? See the flowers of the fields grow; they they did not labor or spin. Yet, I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. So, first off, I want to put nature and earth and creation kind of in its proper place. Hmm. That that God cares more about humanity. Like we are created in his own image. And so I think sometimes we can feel justified of like, well, I don't really care about the earth because I care more about people. Right. But if we look at this, he does also care about these other things. He Mm. does care about the birds of the air. They don't need to put away in barns. Like he provides for them. He does care about the lilies of the field. Like not, not even humans can be dressed like they are in all of their splendor. God has created these beautiful things. And so he says, I do care about these things. So I have to remind myself at times that, okay, God cares about these things. Therefore, I need to care about these things. Mm-hmm. Even even if I'm not motivated at times to to uh, recycle or things like that, right? <laughs> um, by the way, my son is is now on a hype of uh, recycling all of our cans. And so <laughs> it's 10 cents. he Come loves on. that 10 cents, right? Um, so we uh, we are doing that part. But I think it's it, it's that reminder of, okay, God does care about, the animals. He does care about the flowers. He cares about the earth. He cares mm-hmm. about how we treat it because it is part of his creation. Mm-hmm. But I do think we have to put it in that proper value of where is humanity on that level? Where is a tree on that level? Right. Where yeah, is, yeah. where is a child on that level? Where is a chicken on that level? Mm-hmm. Right. So we have yep. to take that in, in perspective to say, how has God placed these things and how has he mm-hmm. put dominion over, uh, over these things, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I 100% agree. But I do also think it's interesting that one of the first commands that God gives Adam and Eve in the garden, like the first humans ever, his first words in Genesis 2.15 are, the Lord took the man, put him in the garden to work it and take care of it. Um, And then he like basically tells them like, you guys need to take care of this, like of the earth that I have given you, the animals and the plants, like they are yours to take care of and cultivate and i think in our society we more so tend to just like use the environment and say oh like what can i get out of it and that's not the way we're supposed to interact with it and while the environment it should never take priority over a human life it when we take care of the environment we can live better we can live healthier we won't have as many like preservatives in our food or like there are a lot of unhelpful, hurtful chemicals that people can put into items because like, well, like we're just going to try to stretch this out to like make it work in this way and like make these compromises rather mm-hmm. than um, using the land the way um, that's like honoring to the land and then also honoring to humans also. Well, and I think it's important to think through that process of, you know, a lot of, you know, this is Genesis 2. Genesis 3, obviously something bad happens, right? Yep. Like, boom, the fall. Satan enters in. Sin enters in. And I think that's the result of sin is yep. that we become consumers. We become yep. uh, yeah. selfish. We become, it's all about me. It's about what I want, what I want to do. And ultimately, at the beginning, it was about God asking man to 
do this and hey, take yep. care of this. And it's interesting even that we, we often associate sin and work. Um, but it says here uh, in, in Genesis 15, uh, put him in the garden to work it and take care of it, right? Yep. So work was present before sin entered the world. So mm-hmm. work in itself is not evil. Work is actually good and is is part of creation. It's it's the hardness to that labor, right? God says, yep. now weeds are going to come up. It's going to be difficult for you because you did not listen to me. Uh, and so, I mean, man, we can just keep on blaming Adam and Eve for all of our oh, struggles. <laughs> Dandelions in my front oh, yard. Oh, yeah. oh, my goodness. And the reason I have to pay money to have some dude fertilize my yard because <laughs> of all the stinking weeds, right? But I think that's the idea mm-hmm. is, is again, it's we are to take care of it. It is our responsibility. and yep. and But our sinful nature comes in and we start to destroy it and do it for our own purposes instead of, because we want to be good stewards of what God yep. has given us. Yeah, I think about, I convinced myself a little bit and, and prep to actually care about the environment. But I thought of Romans 1, 20, where it says this, For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that mm. people are without excuse. And so I think about the environment. I think I'm always, when I think about environment, I'm just thinking about like hikes and nature. And, and when you get to the top of your hike and you get to overlook like the skyline and you get to see like for miles and miles and you see waterfalls and all those things, uh, you can sit up there and be like, oh yeah, I think this just randomly was made. Or you can be like, man, who could even think mm-hmm. about this? Who could even design something like this? And, and this isn't just to be looked at. This is like water flowing down from the top of the mountains that is going down to a pond where there's fish and like the intricacies and how everything works. It's like, man, there has to be a creator. And so mm-hmm. when we begin to uh, almost become selfish about these and we see uh, maybe we market these things and there become signs as you're hiking that are advertising certain things or as you see people wanting to build their houses on the top of these mountains and it's like, why? You had to tear down a whole forest just to get mm-hmm. your road there. It's almost stealing the glory from God so that you can selfishly just be like, hey, look at this house I built on God's creation. And now it's almost like a an eyesore in nature. Yeah. Yeah. So as we, uh, as nature slowly and slowly just kind of deteriorates uh, because of man-made problems or man-made mm-hmm. uh, reasonings, it's, to me, it's like, well, maybe we should push back to that a little bit because... God's nature, his character is seen in his creation. And as we put our man-made things there, it becomes, oh, look at us, not look at God. Yeah. And I think the beautiful thing with creation is that God didn't have to make it that beautiful. Like Mm -hmm. he could have made our world in all black and white, like with just ugly little animals, but instead he's made like very like beautiful hey, there's things. There's some ugly animals There, out there. are I mean, some ugly I animals. I watch nature shows, all right? This is fair, but like not all animals are ugly. And like you have like cute puppies and kittens and like he didn't have to make them adorable, but he chose to because it's a gift. And so I think mm-hmm. if we kind of have the perspective of like, oh, creation and animals and plants, like they're a gift and we should treat them as such. Like if someone gives you a gift, you're not just gonna just throw it up and... Not throw it up. What was I trying to say? Break it apart. Break it apart. Yeah. yeah. It throw it away. Yeah. Like you would treat it with care. Cause like, oh, this person loves me. And so they gave this to me. And so like, ha- I think having that same attitude towards the environment is, is, is a good thing. Well, and I think it's, it is funny how you, I mean, I watch these national geographic shows where, you know, they're the narrators looking at the monkeys <laughs> as they <laughs> swing through the trees and all this kind of stuff. But you, you start to see, like, there's, I feel like every time I watch one of these places, I'm like, 
where is this? Like, <laughs> yep. I, this is a totally new place that I've never even seen before. Like there's so much creativity in, in the way that God has created our earth. And there's so many places that it's like, Oh, I, I've never seen that before. Like this, this amazing landscape or this amazing mountain or, you know, these desert rockscapes or whatever it is. It's just cool to see God's creativity in all of it and, and how he has, how he's called us to, you know, nurture these things and how he's in, but at the same time, it is so true that, man, we, we can look at creation and, and appreciate God in such mm-hmm. a unique way. Um, and I mean, I hear it from people all the time and I, I've, I've been there myself. I, you know, this is a kind of a counterculture or counter natural thing, I guess you could say, but, uh, I've been snowmobiling up Northern Michigan, mm. you know, and you get on these trails and you get out into the middle of nowhere you turn off the snowmobile and it's just dead silent and it's just, you know, snow mm. covered everything all around, you know, and, and it's just so beautiful to be in those places where it's just quiet and you're alone. And it's just like, man, this is like, it's just such a cool experience to, to be out in knowing that God has created all of this and he's created the seasons for this yeah. and he's created the ups and the downs of, of how weather patterns happen. And so it's just really cool. I think when we really appreciate like the creator in the created yeah. um, and understanding like this is, this is God's creativity at work here. And it just allows us to appreciate who he is uh, at a deeper level. Yeah. And I think like a quick plug that just goes right along with this, like for me, hiking, nature, hammocking, reading scripture, like those things stir my affections for the Lord. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if I don't do that, sometimes I start to feel a little bit drained. If I Mm -hmm. don't find, I mean, if I don't find time to pursue the Lord anytime, I feel drained, but like, especially when I'm able to get outside and just be in the, the silence of just his creation and just read his word. And you can just sit there and spend, I like spend a ton of time in prayer and just soaking it in. That's just such a good time and it's refreshing and re-energizing um so that's just my quick plug to like find time to uh maybe it's not nature whatever the things that stirs your affections for the lord like spend time doing that it's going to be more beneficial than anything else you could do yeah Um, and i think whenever you talk to michiganders like we we love our summer right like we love getting outside we love being outdoors because that's just part of of living you know we're inside for so much during the winter man, summer is an opportunity to get out, to get active, to be, you know, out in God's creation. And, and I'm excited about even this next couple of weeks, we're going to be doing some service projects with some parks, um, in our city. And, and part of that is, yeah, we, we want to clean up the parks and we want to pick up some trash and we want to do some of that stuff. Great. Um, but even more so we want to serve the community, mm-hmm. uh, of God. And, and when people can come into a park and just enjoy God's creation, instead of looking at trash and junk all around, <laughs> yeah. um, it's just that much better. Right. And so we want to yeah. serve our community. Well, we want to serve the people in our community. Well, as we, you know, serve and steward what God has given us. Yeah, totally. And going, Ooh, connecting two thoughts. So what Quinn was saying about nature, um, reminding him of, um, just Lord, the Lord, um, and also what Mark said about Matthew six. I think the cool thing about nature is that it reminds us that like the Lord is in control. Like you see these birds, and you're like how do they survive? Like they are so tiny. Like they mm. somehow live through Michigan winters, and like <laughs> oh, make it some out. Of somehow, <laughs> some of them. Somehow mosquitoes live through Michigan. Somehow winter. they <laughs> do, but it is cool. And I think one of like the important reasons why it is 
important, oh, that was very redundant, um, (laughs) to take care of the environment is that it reminds us of like who's in control ultimately. Mm. And I think um, something I was reflecting on when I was preparing for this podcast was that in the Bible, it talks a lot about nature and a lot takes a lot, talks a lot about caring for the land and Mm -hmm. animals because it was an agrarian society, which meant that like ancient Israelites were very dependent on the land. Like if they had a bad year, like not enough rain, like they would die. And what, like there was no Meyer? <laughs> yeah. There was no there was, there was no, no refrigerator. Meyer. What? You know? <laughs> yeah, they literally had none of those things. I'm like when they were living in the desert, I mean Yeah. They they were super, super dependent on the Lord. And now in the twenty first century, like we do have Meyers. We have all these other stores where we can just buy our food. And so I think how we can kind of transition this mindset into the twenty first century is just being mindful of like how many things you own. Like are you like wasting a bunch of food? Do you like have too many clothes where mm. you just like feel like stressed every morning because you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to wear. There's too much. And, like statistics say that 20% of American, no, all Americans wear about 20% of the items in their closet. So like you have 80% of your clothes that you don't wear. And this is including myself. I'm not just calling other people <laughs> out. This is also very guilty of this, but it's just something to think of, of we can so often get caught up in this 21st century mindset of like, oh, I can have anything whenever I want and not really think of, oh, like, where are these coming from? Like, who is making these things? And it's the Lord ultimately who's created the earth and the earth is producing the materials in order to create clothes and phones and all these different items that we just kind of discard and throw away. So that can just be a mindset to have of like, oh, this ultimately came from the Lord, the Lord's creation. I shouldn't just be discarding it just because it's out of fashion or yeah. not and, the newest version. I think that version. all plays into stewardship of life, right? Mm-hmm. How, yep. do, how do we steward the resources God has given us? Not to waste them, not to just use them up, uh, but to, to do things. And, and when I say stewardship, sometimes people think money. Uh, it's, it's, it's our time. It's our talents. Mm-hmm. It's our finances. It's all of these things that we're trying to steward well in order to honor the Lord, right? And so it's every area of our life that yep. we want to be mindful of. Like, how does God want to use us? What does he want to use us for? Um, and so I think it's just being aware of those things. Yeah. And then I think my one last thing, I was just thinking about this when it comes, uh, to the environment comes to the earth. Uh, you ever think about like, if you were like someone just getting shot into the earth and you just land in any random spot and you could end up in a desert, but then you could end up in a mountain and you're like in the middle of the mountains or you land in a rainforest or you land in water, like, uh, nature is very diverse and when mm-hmm. you like go back and you see a picture of the globe and how beautiful that is mm-hmm. um just speaks to god's nature again and yep. like man god has given us a gift of dif- different varieties of nature mm-hmm. that we can enjoy um and it just kind of speaks into also his people and like yep. there's a diverseness to uh god's creation in nature and animals and in humans and when collectively all those things come together uh, it's beautiful. And yep. then when we put our own selfish desire, when we put man-made things in there, like you build a city and it's just gray when you see it. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's not as pretty as like <laughs> the mountainscapes or the mm-hmm. Grand Canyon as you look at it, as mm-hmm. you fly over it. So I just thought uh, that was kind of another perspective on like, why should we care for nature? Mm-hmm. Uh, because it shows that God has created diverse creatures and environments and people. And when we can see that collectively, it yeah. just shows his glory even more is there any other closing thoughts practical things that we can do in our daily i know kelly kind of hit on it um 
on just like stewarding the mm-hmm. things that you have well um, to care for the environment. Is there anything else like practically that we can do um, when it comes to caring for nature? I think we could always be just asking the Lord in prayer, like, hey, what is it you mm-hmm. have for me? What is, what is it that you want me to do? What What is that step that you might want me to take? And just convict me of that, right? Mm-hmm. Convict my heart of that so that my heart is moved to action. Um, and so I think that's always a, a good place to start. Yeah. Any others for you, Kelly? Um, I don't think so. Okay. I think, yeah, just having the attitude that, like, everything we have is a gift and treating it that way and... Yeah, yeah, continue to trust in the Lord to provide for your needs. And for me, um, this is just an opportunity to be all things to all people. So, uh, Quinn, you need to care for the environment because that might give you an opportunity uh, <laughs> as you are conversing with other people who are very passionate about nature uh, to then have an opportunity to present the gospel or point out God's characteristics in nature. And that's just something. Be uh, mindful of those things and intentional mm-hmm. as you are engaging with the world around us that cares about nature more than I care about nature. (laughs) Uh, So thank you guys for joining us for this week's episode of My Fresh Coast. If you have any questions, you can always email any of us or you can email myfreshcoastpodcast at gmail.com. And we will talk to you guys next month. Later. Bye.